Hey, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I've got to go. Welcome to Our Odd Pod podcast. A podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and the hits from the 2000s. And everything in between. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Billy. And as always, this is Felicia. Felicia, the real host of this show. But guess what? You're stuck with me. For another week. I'm not sad about it. Me neither. Now I can just run my mouth for an hour and no one can stop me. We'll see. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. We got was things a, going on outside. Is that a chainsaw? <laughs> just kidding. So how's it going? Can I just tell you about this one guest that I helped today? Yeah, please. Uh, he was upset because his drink wasn't hot. Was it an iced beverage? It wasn't. Oh, but okay. it was five shots of espresso with five pumps of peppermint and six pumps of mocha and cold half and half. Wow. Yeah, might lose a little warmth. Yeah. Just goes, a bit. He goes, this is supposed to be hot. I said, it is hot. It's it, in a hot cup. It was hot. It was hot. Before all this stuff got added <laughs> to it. You put nine pumps of syrup in it. So what did he say? Did you heat it up for him? No, he just walked away. This is supposed to be hot. It is. Like, how about you take out about five of those pumps? And it would still be hot. And it would still be hot. So guess what? You don't know what we're talking about today. I, you will not tell me. <laughs> I've tried to make guest guesses. Tried to make guests, but they wouldn't come over? Pretty much. Because no one ever leaves the crypt. What? Anyway, Whoa. anyway, <laughs> I guess should we start? I mean, yeah, should I mean, we? Like, like, are you are you doing okay? I'm all right. Yeah, you know, uh, got some work coming up, doing my thing. You know, recording a podcast in between. Blase, blase. What's today? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. So it's not technically the last minute. No, we're getting better. But it is the last day I have to edit this week. So I mean, kinda. If I want to sleep, ish. You yeah. need sleep. I don't need sleep. Sleep when we're dead. But yeah, actually, I would like to say that this episode topic was suggested to me by my friend Emily, who saw something about this on someone's car as she was driving through the city that we live in. <laughs> okay, Emily. So Emily, if you're listening, this content is for you, friend. Does Emily listen? She has listened. She listened. <laughs> hey, Emily. I like your wine. Hey, Emily. She likes your wine. So I just want to start off. I guess I'm just going to roll right into this thing and get started. We didn't just roll on Get rolling. Okay. Rolling into this episode. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to start? Yeah. Are you ready to get this thing rolling? Yeah. Should I say rolling again? Maybe like one more time. Okay. Let's get rolling. <laughs> um, I'm not going to start off immediately talking about what we're talking about. I'm going to talk to you about some... Just some interesting facts, okay? Okay. Or like, uh, also some questions for you, okay? Still no clues about what we're talking about. Not yet, but the clues are coming. Okay. What if I told you that Earth is the fifth largest planet in the solar system? No. I mean, it is. Oh. <laughs> I said it's the fifth planet in the solar no, system. No, the fifth largest planet. I was like, well, that's where you're wrong. To begin with, you're wrong. <laughs> First of all, no. <laughs> Actually, no, no, not the fifth planet in the solar system. 
the fifth largest planet in the solar system. I like system. how mad of a fact you are. You're like, but it is. But it is. <laughs> like, it's not... It's, it that, was a, it that, was, that fact wasn't up for debate. It was a question, but I wasn't expecting a debate. <laughs> <laughs> so what if I told you that Earth is the fifth largest planet in the solar system? You'd believe me, right? Yes. I mean, like, we proved that you wouldn't. But assuming that I have understood the question. Assuming that you hear the question correctly, you would believe that that is a fact, yes. right? <laughs> It's smaller than the gas giants, but larger than the other rocky planets. So suck it, rocky planets. We're the biggest. <laughs> now, what if I told you Earth has a diameter of roughly 8,000 miles, and it is round because gravity pulls matter into a ball? Pretty solid physical science, right? Yes. But plot twist, it's not perfectly round. Are we talking? I told you not to make guesses. Don't guess. Okay. It's not perfectly round. Earth is really what is known as an oblate spheroid. Yes. Because the spinning of the Earth, which is roughly 1,000 miles per hour, causes it to be squashed at its poles and swollen at the equator. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> at the equator. Okay. At the equator. At the equator. Oh, she's swollen at the equator. Oh, me. That's a pregnant planet if I ever saw one. Not you. <laughs> Why am I built like that, though? <laughs> no. The only way for the Earth to actually be the perfect sphere that it is portrayed as, it would have to stop spinning. Okay. I think it probably goes without saying that if the Earth stopped spinning, it would not be good. Right. The good news is we wouldn't fall off. Right. If the Earth were to stop spinning on its axis, gradually the oceans would migrate towards the poles from the equator. At first, only small regions of terra firma around the equator would rise out of the retreating waters. What's that? What's what? Terra firma. It's like the Earth. Oh, okay. Because um, we're operating on the fact that because the Earth is spinning, that's why it's spherical. Well... The Earth is, that's why it's like not a perfect sphere. Right. Because it's spinning. And the spin causes kind of the poles to mush down a little bit and the in the middle to bulk out. Yes. And actually the... But we're saying like if the Earth does stop spinning. Mm -hmm. Then it she, would be a sphere. She's, oh, okay. So eventually there would be a huge mega continent wrapped continuously around the Earth not, at the equator but like not pangea right so you would be able to travel around the earth at the equator and stay entirely on dry land so like would the the oceans would be at the poles now yeah goodbye alaska so unfortunately half the earth would continuously face the sun and half would continuously face away from the sun uh, and you can imagine neither side would be a very hospitable place to live you want to live somewhere like in the the middle yeah so the reason, I don't know if you want to know why the water would move away from the equator. Oh, I do. But I will tell you if you want to know. I do. I put in my notes, if Felicia asks why the water would move away from the equator, <laughs> and it's highlighted. <laughs> um, I was, so I was prepared. So over several billion years. Like you know me. <laughs> over several billion years, this force which effectively pushes outwards has made the planet a bit fatter around the middle. So the diameter of the Earth measured through the equator is about 
21.4 kilometers, more than the diameter of the Earth measured through the poles. Okay. But this bulge in the solid Earth took billions of years to slowly develop. Mm -hmm. This is because the solid matter moved only very slowly in response to the outward force caused by the spin of the planet. Because, you know, it's solid. It's going to take a little while to yeah. shift. But the liquid water in the oceans is far more mobile and responsive to forces. So the Earth's spin has pushed up this liquid to an abnormal elevation of about 8 kilometers. Okay. Okay. In other words, at the equator, thanks to the spinning of the Earth, the water has pushed up some 8 kilometers higher than in the case of the Earth having no spin. So today on the entire equator, the deepest part of the ocean is only about 5.7 kilometers. What? But the water is sitting at 8 kilometers elevation. So if you take away the spin, the water will like flatten out. Yeah, and move. Uh, Isn't that crazy? That's a little wild. Yeah, so there would be two totally disconnected polar oceans on each side of the mega continent. Okay. Now that now bisects the earth in this hypothetical mm-hmm. world that we now live in. <laughs> which if it weren't for the whole only being able to exist within a very small area between the day and night side of the new earth that constantly moved as the earth orbited the sun, it kind of it sounds like it'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, well it'd be like the dark side's probably pretty barren. Yeah. So, like, there's just sort of, like, this twilight area yeah. that if you moved with and existed in as it moved around the sun, you could theoretically survive. I also thought it was cool that if you were standing on the pole when the Earth stopped spinning, not, you wouldn't really... You, nothing You couldn't tell a difference, <laughs> yeah. So, fun fact, maybe not so fun fact, maybe not contributing this to some significant amount of cosmic dread... The, earth, the spin of the Earth is slowing down. Billions of years ago. How do ag- they know that? Well, because billions of years ago, the bulge in the center of the Earth was larger because it was spinning faster. So the Earth is slowing down. And billions of years from now, the bulge in the center of the Earth will be smaller. Is this why we have like an extra day every four years? It's why every 500 days or so, we have to add an extra second to our clocks. What? I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah, uh, billions of years from now, the bulge in the center of the Earth will be smaller because the Earth will be spinning more slowly. And also, because of the slower spin, the Earth will be closer to an actual sphere. Is that why, like, every now and then you just have, like, a day that's just, like, extra long? I don't think so, but maybe. You're just like, oh, today just keeps dragging on. And it's really just because you've added an extra second. (laughs) Yeah. Must Do you get paid be. for that extra second? That's all I want to know. I doubt it. I feel cheated. I'm going to write that off on my taxes. Write it off. This is uh, It's like a extra second tax. Yeah. I deserve compensation. I'm on the edge of my seat. She, I'm on the edge of my mic. You can't see her, but she's like gripping her pop filter, like staring at me wide-eyed, like, tell me more. Then what happened? Are we going to be okay? <laughs> It'll be a billion years from now, and it'll still be spinning, so we'll be fine. And all of this may seem a little tangential or... And all of a sudden, we have 25 hours in the day. Right. We're actually getting more time. We're getting more time, guys. It's great. Good news. Good news, everybody. There will be more hours in the day. Bad news. If anyone is around billions and billions and billions and billions of years from now, the Earth might stop. 
and billions and billions and billions. I just think of the uh, Trump going billions and billions and billions. Why well, does he sound like Dr. Evil? That's what he sounds like. Billions of years from now, the earth will slowly stop spinning and everyone will we'll put freaking lasers on everything. We're going to put lasers on the moon. Okay, anyway. Okay. Anyway. Um, Took my hands off I the pop filter. Completely lost my place. Oh, all this may seem a little tangential, or right now you might be thinking, is this entire episode just going to be Billy spouting random facts about the Earth and or hypothetical doomsday scenarios involving the stagnation of celestial bodies? Yes. Well, the answer to those questions is sort of no. Well, sort of. Kind of no. Why did I come here today? You see, the correlation between all of the things I've just rambled on about... Well, I mean, they were all about the Earth, but more specifically, they pertain to the spherical or near-spherical nature of the planet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Am I going to be able to, like, yell out what I think we're talking about eventually? And give me, like, two more sentences. Okay, yeah, no, it's fine. Can I scream it, though? Sure. Okay. That's so because while we just learned that the Earth is not a perfect sphere, we can both agree that the Earth is, at the very least, round. Yes. Right? Yes. What do you think it's about? Flat Earth Society! Yes. Ah! Rip headphone users. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, we're talking about the Flat Earth. Oh my god! <laughs> How long did you know from the beginning, huh? When you started talking about Earth. I knew it. I shouldn't have said anything. Well, plenty of ancient cultures believed that the Earth was flat because as we... As we have mentioned in previous episodes, with the exception of a few standouts, ancient man was a dum-dum. <laughs> and like disgustingly filthy. In reality, they just didn't know any better. The majority of their beliefs were tied to what they could observe. Mm -hmm. Now, what if I told you that there are those in this day and age who believe the earth is not a sphere or any shape, really? Those are really like my favorite like memes on the planet. They believe it is flat. Are they your favorite memes on the flat planet? No. The earth is round. Now, I would like to very briefly, I feel like this is a good place for it. Okay. Very briefly go through a list of famous people who think that the earth is flat. So I'm going to click I'm over. I'm ready to judge them. I'm going to click over to people.com. Okay, people.com. And their article, the short list of famous people who <laughs> the think the earth list. is flat. <laughs> Number one, and this is not in like any sort of ranking order. This is just the order they appear in. Please let Tom Cruise be number one. Tila Tequila. Okay. Tia Tequila had like, she done been through it, I think. I don't know what happened to her. She had like a seizure or something, right? Well, she was banned from Twitter for posting a picture of herself and two dudes giving a Nazi salute. I believe that. She's also like, a turnaround Christian. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Cra not like the good kind of Christian, like the crazy kind. Apparently, she also thinks she's a clone or a robot. Like, she used to do porn, and now she shames women for doing porn. Yeah, well, not how it goes. Yeah, we, we remember uh, a night, a shot of love with Tia Tequila. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> remember, the, that was like the time for those shows. I was making so many Brett Michaels jokes at work the other night. Yeah. Flavor, flavor, flavor. Yeah, people. And Tila Tequila. Uh, what else? Uh, 
what was Brett Michaels? Oh, Rock of Love. Rock of Love. I think those were the three, right? Yeah. Anyway. What were we thinking? Then, uh, I don't actually know who this person is, but it's a rapper named B.O.B. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no. Apparently, he got into like a Twitter feud with Neil deGrasse Tyson over whether the earth was flat. You and I feel like you got to... With <laughs> you got to pick your battles, bro. You're gonna argue with Neil. Yeah, so like is not the one rapper I've never heard of versus astrophysicist. I mean, like I wonder who's gonna win. The funny thing is, like the people on his side of the argument probably would say he won, just because we'll get into would. that. Yeah. Um, next up on the list is. Hold on, this is not really. Oh, I see. Okay, well, I'm gonna read this part of the article. Because this says George Bernard Shaw, and then in parentheses it says, not really. Oh. Because flat earthers love this quote. There's a quote. I'm going to just read the quote. Okay. In the Middle Ages, people believed that the earth was flat, for which they had at least the evidence of their senses. We believe it to be round, not because as many as 1% of us could give the physical reasons for so quaint a belief, but because modern science has convinced us that nothing that is obvious is true and that everything that is magical, improbable, extraordinary gigantic microscopic heartless or outrageous is scientific okay but you can like heartless seems like a weird inclusion yeah, that's on that a weird, list that's but, a weird thing to include but there are some things that are like known like variables in math there uh -huh. are variables that are known yeah like as samuel l jackson would say there are known knowns and there are known unknowns right but there are also unknown unknowns but, Things that you don't know that you don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I see the light uh, twinkling in your eyes. And it was also that. in uh, the boondocks. <laughs> but, like, there are things that we know to be true. Yeah. And can, like, state well, with, like, great certainty. But we're also, we're going to get into the reasons why you can observe as a non-scientific person. You can observe evidence just walking outside right now that the earth is not flat. We're going to get into that. Okay. But George Bernard, Bernard Shaw was not a flat earther, to okay. clarify. <laughs> they like this quote. He was an Irish playwright. They like this quote because apparently they think it's evidence that he's one of them. Oh. But at best, it's sort of a case of selective listening, according to this article. Uh, it's from an introduction to Shaw's 1924 play, Joan of Arc. And the next sentence reads, I must not, by the way, be taken as implying that the earth is flat. Or that all or any of our amazing credulities are delusions or impostures. That's just clickbait. So, sorry. The the article actually says, so uh, sorry to ruin one of your mascots, guys. <laughs> That's just clickbait. Well, they left out a last sentence that literally said, oh, by the way, I don't think the earth is flat. That was a horrible list. <laughs> was it just like the two people? Two people that believe in it, and then it was like, one person who it says sort of because it was Sherry Shepard. That's um, Shirley from Community. But she doesn't believe oh. she, she was on the, you know, she was on The View and she just said one time like, oh, is the world flat? I never really thought about that. Oh. <laughs> so like she doesn't necessarily believe the world is flat. She just was like had other things to think about. You know what I mean? She was like, oh, never really took time to think about that too hard. And then this guy made something, I don't know, maybe a book called The Flat Earth. And then it was adopted as the name of 
this society you know i don't know it sounds all a bunch of like hoobla to begin with this is well anyway it's clickbait but at least it um filled in some time you know whatever i have no idea who bob is do you know who that is no we should listen to some of his stuff afterwards yeah i guess but okay so i feel like if you're two most famous like followers if, if right? one of them is tila tequila, tequila and <laughs> b-o-b <laughs> you know nothing against tia tequila if you're listening i'm sure you're, you're a not. wonderful person um you shame people for doing pornography but maybe not the best person to be like the spokesperson like who's your hr representative okay i found a better list okay um kyrie irving I don't know who that is. He's a NBA player. Did he get hit in the head with a basketball? Like what happened? Uh oh, Miley Cyrus is on this list. She is not. But I don't think it's because she's a flat earther. What is this list? It says she believes she has a ghost in her sink. Oh, it's ten celebrities who believe the earth is flat and ten celebrities who think worse. So Miley Cyrus <laughs> thinks a ghost lived in her sink. Um, Kanye West, obviously. That makes sense. Do you remember uh, when he came around here? Oh, man, no. <laughs> AJ Styles. Who's that? He's a wrestler, a good wrestler. I like him. He got hit in the head, too. So apparently he might be a flat earther. He's probably had a lot of concussions, I was to like, be he's fair. probably like one too many of like snogging. Let's see. Oh, B.O.B. again. He actually tried to do a fundraiser to send satellites into space. To prove it. To prove it. <laughs> like there's not already satellites right. in space. We'll get into that though. Okay. There's mirrors. Um Stefan Diggs, he's an NFL player. Sounds like a bunch of people who have taken one too many knocks to the head. That's all I'm saying. Tila Tequila again. She's been knocked on the head a few <laughs> times too. Yes, yeah, she has. Ew. Ew. Uh Draymond Green, he's an NBA player. Another knock to the head. This, hold on, we're going to have to read this part. This article is from thetravel.com, okay? We're going to have to credible. read this one because it says, thinks his iPhone is proof. <laughs> so why does he think that? Okay, let's, let's see. Bring me the evidence. One reason given by Green for his theory is that he can make pictures round with his iPhone today, so he doesn't trust any scientific evidence of the shape of the planet. You know what I can also do with my phone? Mm. Make my face look like a puppy dog. This is Shaquille O'Neal. Not Shaq. But it also says he's starting to kind of backtrack. Oh. Not Shaq. You know Not what? Shaq. Even if it, even if he wasn't backtracking, I'm going to give that one to him. Fuck it. I love Shaq. You know what? Shaq can do whatever he wants. Sammy Watkins, another NFL player. A lot of sports guys. Said, lots of people who have possibly, possibly have been knocked in the head. And you know what? You think this, this is like locker room talk? Like, yeah. The, the, they put the Sherry Shepard on here again. But again, we mentioned, I don't think she necessarily believes. Leave Sherry Shepard alone. Leave Sherry Shepard alone. Okay. Anyway, uh, I just literally looked those up. Real I, quick, we're not going to make fun of the Leave Britney Alone guy. No, no, we're not. It's just, that's just what it made okay, me think just, of. I just, no, I love him. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Love you. Love you. Yeah, that's right. According to a 2018 YouGov survey, approximately 2% of Americans believe without a doubt that the earth is flat. Someone paid for that study. 
That's approximately 6,564,000 people who either do not believe the well-documented science surrounding the Earth's dimensions or believe that the scientific facts we have about the Earth are all a part of some elaborate conspiracy to hide the truth. Because, you know what? Be, get me off of this planet. <laughs> I want to know, what does anyone have to gain from... Hey, guys... The earth, the planet is actually not the shape we've been telling you it is. What do you gain from that? No, I don't know if you're gonna get into the reasons of the, like the specific reason, but like they think the moon landing was faked. We're gonna get into um, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. Okay. Not not specifically that, but in that field. Okay. okay. Oh, I wonder if the correlation between the Earth is flat and the moon landing wasn't real. Yeah. If it's a circle. Right. I think the real question I have is, like I said, just why? Why? What do you have to gain? Anyway, I didn't write this episode to bash flat earthers. Sorry. I just I wrote this episode to talk about the earth and some of the physical science and then just present this theory. I'll do the bashing of the flat earthers. But it's funny because in the realm of physical science, we actually know more about the curvature of the earth than almost any other topic. I mean, like, we live on this thing. Yeah. We study it. Anyway. We don't know about, like, you know, what's, like, beneath the waters, but, you know. There have been countless experiments and demonstrations that have revealed the curve of the Earth over and over. <laughs> ironically, it all starts with the horizon. I say ironically because I'm fairly certain that the horizon played a pretty big part in making mankind believe the Earth was flat to begin with. Yeah, because you can't quite see... Yeah, simply put, if you look at the horizon, it appears to be what? Flat. Flat. But if you look like on the ocean, like the big ocean, not just like a, you know, the river, you can kind of see like, especially like when the sun's going down. Yeah, we'll talk about that okay, too. Okay, okay, okay. Um, now, I can totally understand why a bunch of BC primitives could look at the horizon and think, that must be the edge. I bet this flat ground I'm standing on ends way over there. Because... Like I said, they didn't know any better. Right. Not a terrible hypothesis for a species that hadn't yet circumnavigated the globe. They're making we're, observations we're about their environment. We're going to give them a pass. Going to give them a pass. They out there making pyramids and they shit. They are making observations about the horizon. They kind of started this snowball that led us to know more about our planet, right? Yeah, but when they start making like satellites and stuff, and you guys still believe that the Earth is flat? But we can't just observe the horizon. We have to observe how objects interact with the horizon. Shadows. See, as objects further away from as and as objects get further away from you, they begin to look smaller. Eventually, they will slowly disappear in a pretty unique way. First, their bottoms become hidden, then their tops. Mm -hmm. For example, if you've ever watched a ship on the horizon, then you've actually seen this for yourself. If it's coming towards you, then you would see the sails or the upper structures first because, you know, That's sailboats aren't like a huge thing right now. <laughs> if it were going away from you, then you would see them last. Right. This is the same reason why from a great distance, the top of tall objects like mountains are visible well before the bottom. That's because nothing is traveling in a straight line away from you. It's following the curve of the earth. Wow. 
Well, eventually, mankind stopped looking out and started looking up. Because the horizon isn't the only immediately observable proof of a spherical Earth in our immediate environment, because we can also see the stars. Lay it on me. I would say that studying the stars and other celestial bodies is what sort of propelled our species towards the truth. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm fairly certain that Pythagoras was the first to suggest the Earth was round around 500 BC. Is this the same guy who gave us the Pythagorean theorem? I'm fairly certain. Either him or a student of his. My man doing circles. Doing My math. My man doing triangles. Yeah. Go on, Pythagoras. Anyway. With a name like Pythagoras. It was ba- he, he came to this conclusion based on observations of the moon. So the dec- this declaration was built on the fact that the moon must be round due to observations of the terminator line of the moon. Is that like the dark line? As it moved through its orbital cycle, yeah. The terminator line is the line between the light and the dark side of the moon. Right. And that you can see that the, the moon is also round. Yes. Pythagoras reasoned that if the moon was round, then the earth must be round as well. It stands to be... Which is pretty reasonable, right? Reasonable to be a theory that the earth might also be round. Wow. A concept. (laughs) After that, sometime between 500 and 430 BC, this dude named Anaxagoras... Perfect. Nailed it. Determined the true cause of solar and lunar eclipses. At this point, the shape of the Earth's shadow on the moon during a lunar eclipse was used as evidence that the Earth was round. Then came Aristotle. Yes, that Aristotle. My man Aristotle. Who, in or around 350 BC, declared that the Earth was a sphere. He based his declaration on which constellations you could see in the sky as you traveled further from the equator. Which brings us back to stars. Makes sense to me. Twinkle, twinkle. That's in my notes for some reason. Anyway, I don't know. (laughs) Sparkle, sparkle. What Aristotle was observing was that different stars are visible from different parts of the Earth in two interesting ways. First, there is the division between the northern and southern hemispheres. So you can see Polaris, the star located directly above or near enough the northern pole of the Earth, quite easily in northern latitudes, Mm -hmm. which makes sense, right? Yep. However... As you travel south, approaching the equator, not only does it get a little hotter and a lot more racist, just kidding, <laughs> sort of, but, Polar- funny. but Polaris sinks lower toward the horizon. Mm-hmm. In fact, once you've crossed the equator, you can't see Polaris at all. Weird. Because it's blocked by the curve of the very spherical Earth. That's crazy. On that note, as you travel south, you will be able to see the constellations that would be completely obscured by the Earth's curve if you stayed up north. And here's another fun thing you can do. If you live in an area that's extra flat, with good visibility of the night sky, you'll be able to see the stars all the way down to the horizon, but no further. Can we do that? Let's do it. Yeah, like go, I don't know, someplace flat. Sure. I don't think it exists down here, but... But you can't see any further than the horizon because the Earth is in your way, obviously. Yeah, I just want to go look at some stars. But if you travel up, I don't know, like if you have a hot air balloon or something just laying around, you get a better <laughs> <Casual>. van- <laughs> you get a better vantage point, 
and can see stars further down than you could from the ground. Right? Yeah, no, these things make sense to me. And my woman brain. Your <laughs> tiny woman brain. My no. tiny woman brain understands all Just of kidding. these words. We do not believe that here or condone that. No, Felicia's tiny woman brain. No. Anyway, up to this point, questions, concerns, comments. Oh, I'm no, no concerns. I'm well, concerns for human race, for humanity, for yeah. the six million. Besides people. the concerns you have for humanity, yes. Uh, no, none there. Um, questions? No. Um, I'm excited to keep going. Okay. So, never mind the fact that lunar eclipses don't occur only at midnight. Different locations on Earth experience seasons at different times. Yeah. Different stars are visible from different latitudes. Sunsets and sunrises happen at different times depending on your longitude. Mm -hmm. I say never mind because I don't think that flat earthers are using evidence-based observations to come to their conclusions, right? How do they explain like the different seasons in the different like hemispheres? They just don't. <laughs> seasons are a myth. So... The liberals controlling the weather. I said lunar eclipses don't occur only at midnight because if the Earth was a disk, right, mm -hmm. you could argue that a fl like a plate could make a round shadow on an object in front of it. Yeah. But it would have to be at a perfect time for that flat circle to put that shadow on that object. Well, yeah, that's why they don't they don't happen all the time. Right. Well, it's also why like. Eclipses can happen at different times of the day because the shadow is being cast on a round three-dimensional shape. Yeah. Right? Anyway. I'm picking up what you're putting down, okay? I'm not trying to be judgmental. I just think that on some level, you have to have a willful disregard of scientific evidence to actually believe that the Earth is a flat disk floating in space surrounded by other spherical celestial bodies. I have said it like so many times in the past seven days. That willful, <laughs> willful ignorance is a gift. Yeah. I wish I could be that oblivious to the world around me. We'll actually, um, towards the end, draw some correlations and you'll be like, oh, suddenly it all made sense. <laughs> oh. The International Flat Earth Research Society was set up in 1956 by Samuel Shinton, a, a sign writer, because apparently that's a job. Somebody living, had to do it. Living in Dover in the United Kingdom. Okay. At the time, this stunt was regarded by many as a symbol of British, British, British eccentricity. <laughs> British. That is to say, it was amusing, but of little consequence. It's so, like nobody like, like, was oh, like taking Brits, him seriously. They're so eccentric. <laughs> they're so eclectic. Yeah. Wow. Do you know Alistair Crowley? No. I'm um, <laughs> do you know Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> So this was 1956. Unfortunately, just a mere 50, 70 years ago. Yeah, and it kind of died off. Like it wasn't a big thing. Okay. I didn't think Obviously. about like you know the flat Earth Society being like a huge thing, and I guess it's still not like a huge thing, right? What? But it is really like coming forth in their craziness lately. Well, it hasn't been around that long. Well, yeah. He founded this thing. The Flat Earth Society hasn't been around since this founding. It's just a thing people are like, oh, that's cool, and then it died off. <laughs> okay. 
Unfortunately, the early 2000s saw a rise in the internet as kind of a vehicle for offbeat views. Right. So Sammy Shenton's ideas began to bubble up again. Because that's when like, sorry, we keep cutting you off. No, go ahead. Because like the rise of the internet, that's what got like ghost hunting into like a mainstream, thing. like mainstream, like yeah. ghost hunting. Because people could share these like wildly outrageous ideas for like what things are. Not that ghost hunting is like a wildly outrageous. I mean. But I know this is your episode, not mine, but. It's my episode and I'm going to say ghost hunting is wildly outrageous. Whatever. But we're, less so than We're going to go ghost hunting one day and you're going to like it. But like. You guys want to be on that episode? Introducing our neighbors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the internet. It's like bringing up all these like weird. It's kind of a tool for fringe beliefs. Basically, like, really. you have like one or two people in like different parts of the world who think like this, mm-hmm. and now they can all talk to each other. And then other people are like, oh, weird. Oh. And we'll actually get into kind of like how the internet sort of perpetuated this, like not in a way that just because you could share the information, but I'll just, I'll just, okay. um, tangent about the internet. So, Over. Obviously, it was mostly in the U.S. because we seem to be the epicenter of bullshit in most cases. Discussion started in online forums. Remember those? Yeah. And just like that, the Flat Earth Society was relaunched. This happened in October 2009, which kind of surprised me because it's hard to remember a world before Flat Earth conspiracies. Was it 2009? What was I doing? I was in Bahrain. I was in. I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, dear. Well, that's it. We just aged ourselves. <laughs> that's the age gap, guys. Deal with it. It's not that bad. <laughs> anyway. Now, like most fringe movements, disagreements happened. So now you are lucky to have several different flat earth models to choose from. <laughs> like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's like a choose your own crazy adventure. No. Guys, the, the earth is flat, but not for that reason. Uh, well, it's more like the earth is flat, but also this. So some propose that the earth's edges are surrounded by a wall of ice that holds in the oceans, obviously. So like the oceans can't fall off the side because there's a wall of ice around the earth. And that's why in the... <laughs> <laughs> and that's why what? And that's why like in all the... The um, <laughs> you can't even say it. The pictures that people post trying to prove that the Earth is round, because like at closer to one of the poles, you can see the curvature. Yeah, but it's just like all ice or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> or like you see pictures <laughs> of Antarctica or whatever. Oh my God! <sighs> just a delight, delightful humans. Am I right? <laughs> Some suggest that the flat earth and its atmosphere are encased in a huge hemispherical snow globe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. What's that? What's that city that Brainiac shrunk down from Krypton? Hold on. Wait, so they think we're in a snow globe? Oh, candor. Yeah, it's like we're we're essentially in a 
They think that we're in a snow globe from which nothing can fall off the edges. But why are awesome. we in a snow globe? And that's a great question. They I know really we, we we like we were we went to Mars, right? Yeah, I should have came back to it and like actually uh went to and like looked into some of these theories more because like i now i want to know i want to know how um, we got in the snow globe why like is it an alien thing maybe like the aliens put us in a snow globe brainiac we are where it's actually candor from superman um i don't know i should have went back maybe i'll do like a mini soda or something oh yeah um but i i typed this and then i put it down i was like okay cool i'm done but i should have <laughs> yeah most flat earthers think the sun moves in circles around the North Pole and its light acts like a spotlight. One of the more recent U.S. models suggests that the sun and moon are 50 kilometers in diameter and circle the earth at a height of about 5,500 kilometers. Can I just stop you for a second? I was trying to find out why we were in a snow globe uh -huh. and I typed in why I do flat earth and Google suggestions was... Why do flat earthers exist? <laughs> That's funny. And they think that the stars exist above this on a rotating dome. Many flat earthers also reject gravity. I'm sorry. How? So some models suggest that the disk itself accelerates up at 9.8 meters per second squared to give the illusion of gravity. I guess the idea is kind of like jumping in an elevator that's also in a vacuum and the elevator rushes up to meet you or something like that. I don't know. Okay. In a lot of cases, flat earthers interviewed show a belief in a selection of other conspiracy theories as well, such as governments control the weather, chemtrails from airplanes consist of chemical or biological agents, and they almost universally believe that we have not been to the moon. Are we going to touch on the moon landing? No. That's it? That's about it. That's just that they universally don't think we've been to the moon. I love the moon landing conspiracy. No, what were you saying? Do you want to see a picture of the like the corporate founder of the Flat Earth Society? Yes, I do. Please and thank or you. Or conference founder. His name's Robbie. Robbie. Tell me this is not exactly what you picture. Okay. I'm assuming he's the guy in the suit. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I what I imagined. I like their little uh, hand salute. Yeah, is that a, Oh, I get it. Flat. Flat. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. The Earth flat. Flat. Just like my proof. <laughs> flat. Flat. Um. So there exists a sort of rapidly spreading conspiracy mindset linked to science denial and susceptibility to deceptive claims on social media. I know some people like that. Hashtag parlor. <laughs> Just kidding. Which I don't think is a thing anymore. I don't think so either. It got like disbanded. In fact, many flat earthers seem to be more interested in conspiracy than in providing a working model of a flat earth. It's shocking. I just read that they're planning an expedition to Antarctica. Please let them go and see. They're going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's the ice We're wall. A, we must be in a simulation. It's there's the ice, no way. It's the, it's ice, the wall. ice wall. <laughs> They're going to find the fucking White Walkers. Uh, Lee McIntyre of Boston University said, flat earthers seem to have a very low standard of evidence <laughs> for what they want to believe, 
but an impossibly high standard of evidence for what they don't want to believe. They wouldn't even understand that sentence. That is so true of so many things. I just want to go, oof. It's also pretty clear that rapid rise in flat earth beliefs over the last 21 years, fueled by the internet, social media, and especially YouTube videos. It's also pretty clear that the rapid rise, I should have said. But YouTube videos specifically. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Ooh. most flat earthers interviewed by various sources have admitted to either direct exposure to flat earth ideology via YouTube or secondary exposure from a family member who encountered the belief system on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, man. YouTube. YouTube really set us up for failure. Because the success of such videos can be attributed to the presentation of numerous arguments in rapid succession, creating what Ashley Landrum of Texas Tech University calls an illusion of fluency, as well as search algorithms that present them to viewers of other conspiracy-related content. Mm -hmm. So, in 2019, YouTube did acknowledge the problem and said it would be tweaking its algorithm to reduce its recommendations of conspiracy theory videos. Yeah. But the but fact like, remains that the videos are still on its platform. YouTube has a big problem with things like that. Like even with like content creators or problematic content creators. Yeah. Like they'll demonetize and not like suggest their videos like within the algorithm, but they're uh -huh. still on YouTube. Right. Well, like, think about it like this. Like, you're searching the internet. You're already sort of susceptible cons to conspiracy theories. You just watched a 45-minute video of why Barack Obama is like a reptile or something. <laughs> and then it's like, You saw suggestion. Beyonce shapeshift. Yeah, you saw Beyonce shapeshift at the fucking Grammys or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this video pops up and it's like, oh, hey, have you heard about Flat Earth? You're like on the weird side of the internet now. And you're like, the Earth is what now? I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, what? The reptiles are telling us that it's round, so it must be flat. God. I'm just saying. And you're like, Blue Ivy. That's like the name for the Antichrist. It's a, <laughs> something about the number of letters or something. Monsters mean 666. Illuminati. Yeah. Have you seen the monster mean 666 thing? Yes. Did you know that like collectively 666 wouldn't be those symbols it would be something else because like it'd be a number that's together yeah I, I didn't know that i just i saw like the crazy christian lady like holding that's up the what can. i saw yeah <laughs> like, were they some kind of conference or yeah, like a just like some people... welcome to comic con did you know monsters the <laughs> devil <laughs> i'm cosplaying as a psychopath so like is rockstar also the devil or is it just monster just monster anything with guaram in it it's like satan's actual jism <laughs> and he's impregnating us jesus has left evil. the chat <laughs> jesus has left the chat <laughs> oh boy anyway it took him a while but he's gone now he's gone he's like you know what guys i stuck around for obama being a reptile <laughs> and beyonce shape-shifting i'm out of here but satan jism that's too far too far he's like he just walks off mumbling, you die for some people's sins, and this is how you repay them. <laughs> no respect. I just don't get no respect anymore. Um, Wait till my father hears about this. 
You wait till my father hears about this. Wait till I tell daddy. <laughs> um, so also, <laughs> in the interest of moving along from the blasphemy that's currently occurring, also in 2019, uh, well, first of all, if the blasphemy shocks you, have you been here before? Like, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Also in 2019, a documentary, a documentary, am I saying that weird? No, no documentary. Appeared on popular streaming service Netflix called Behind the Curve, which arguably presented the idea of flat earth ideology to a much wider audience. Right? Because like it's, it's gone Netflix, from YouTube it's be true. to Netflix. Admittedly, I haven't seen the documentary. I would assume that flat earthers would be stoked that their theory was making the rounds on Netflix, but apparently that was not the case. On the official website of the Flat Earth Society, we do where, I spent, this. where I spent much of last night, I found the following statement. <clears throat> and I quote, It has come to our attention that a documentary titled Behind the Curve has appeared on Netflix and is introducing significant numbers of new people into the Flat Earth discussions. After viewing this piece, we feel that the work depicts a poorly researched Flat Earth theory. Oh, it wow. should be noted that the Flat Earth Society was not consulted with the science of the documentary and that the topics discussed should be further researched. <laughs> so I think And it's the topics discussed should be further researched. I think it's pretty ironic that they seem upset that they were not consulted on the science of the documentary considering... A pretty blatant disregard of scientific research exists on their part. Like, yeah, what for I sure. We were not... The Flat Earth Society was not consulted with the science of the documentary. Boy, oh boy. Here's the biggest eye roll I can muster up for them. <laughs> if you, they could probably feel that eye roll out there in Spotify land or wherever they're listening. I'm assuming Spotify because, like, we... A lot of our numbers now are from Spotify. Ew. Yo, find us on Spotify. Anyway, I'm not done yet. Again, in 2019, again, 2019. This Just, is why this is why COVID happened. Because all this <laughs> bullshit is happening in 2019. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what? We gotta put an end to it. The the round earth was like, you know what? You gonna talk shit about me? Your impossible standards of planetary beauty. <laughs> Charles Darwin, get him. Get him, Charles. Um, the ghost of Charles Darwin. <laughs> I have an idea. Mm. Bats. <laughs> Bats. Yeah. That. It's batshit crazy. Um, we have to laugh or we'll cry. Yeah. I'm in no way uh, minimizing the impact of COVID on our species. I'm just saying. It makes sense. A lot of shit was going down with the Flat Earth Society in 2019. Coincidence? Correlation? Causation. Or causation. Anyway, Sorry. in 2019, again in 2019. Five minutes of derailment. <laughs> that's most of the... You know what? I'm glad, though, because like, it would have been a lot shorter. <laughs> the Flat Earth Society purchased a Spanish soccer team called something before that I'm not going to try to pronounce. Well, actually, I will try to pronounce. It's uh, Mosteles Balampi. I don't know. Which they renamed Flat Earth FC. 
They finished the 2019-2020 season with 11 wins, 9 draws, and 8 losses. Uh, that's not a great record. I think they were like 10th in their group for that season. This has almost nothing to do with anything. I just thought it was hilarious that they bought a soccer team. Or a football team for my European football. friends. Uh, or football. Football. Calcio. Anyway. Okay, guys. Ultimately. They, Flat Earth Society, owns a soccer team. They're like, you know what we need? We need a team. soccer team in some fucking like podunk Spanish league. And they're going to do bad. But our do... name's going to be on there. <laughs> People will know us. Flat Earth in English. So... <laughs> could you imagine it's like you come up like you grow up playing soccer your whole life and then you get drafted by fucking flat earth fc or whatever i don't know how it works but i'm assuming there's a draft of some sort hey, you want to come play for flat earth fc no maybe you have to believe in flat earth and that's why it's so bad it's like you know there's like a limited pool just believing of, that they're the best soccer players without actually practicing like, they don't want to kick the ball too hard because it'll fly off the side of the earth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ultimately, I think the acceptance of flat Earth theory boils down to have less to do with science and more to do with trust. Okay, a lot of people don't trust the society around them. They are especially so just blindly trust the people we find on the internet. They're especially distrustful of the representatives of that society. That trust can fall even further when it comes to the elite representatives of that society. Government officials, members of academia, scientists, right? We saw a great example of this during the past year and still ongoing, dealing you know with COVID and yes. its vaccines. I just don't understand why scientists are grouped along with... The government? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I can see it because there is, like, a medical part to the government. But well, specifically, separately, in the case of, like, COVID, I think it's because government were like, hey, we need to take these vaccines. And people are like, I'm not taking your damn, I don't know. Fucking, I don't want to wear a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not taking your, like, autism juice or whatever they think autism vaccines juice. do. Um, but it just seems like by claiming the earth is flat, people are really expressing a deep, distrust of scientists and science itself mm -hmm. um i'll leave that distrust of science along with the fact that the that's poll, like a whole other like conversation yeah with the I'll, I'll leave the distrust of science along with the fact that the poll i referenced earlier suggests a link between belief in a flat earth and spirituality yeah as well as the fact that for some flat earthers evidence of the earth's shape may be found in scripture I'll leave all that open to your own interpretation. I already told you Jesus has left the chat. Jesus has left the chat. I'm going to leave that up to your own interpretation. I'll let you make your own decisions. But that was my very brief introduction to Flat Earth. Oh, man, that was exhilarating. Uh, was, it a, was it a roller coaster ride? A roller coaster of emotions. I was happy. I was sad. So, I was concerned. Definitely. Back to happy. Back to happy. Now I'm sad again because it's over. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more that we could have said or uh, that could be talked about, yeah. but you know, maybe as we'll put is that usually in the case. Minisode. As is usually the case, it'll either show up in a mini sode or you're welcome to do your own research. You know, 
and what would they need us for? To introduce them to the ideas that they didn't know they needed to be researching. Fair. Anyway. Um, you know what we didn't do at the beginning of this podcast? Our links and stuff. We did not suggest that you go to iTunes and rate, follow, and sub- rate, review, and follow. Can do you follow on iTunes? Subscribe. Maybe subscribe. I don't know. Oh, words are hard. I don't have iTunes. I don't I've know how it works. For seventeen hours at this point. I don't have iTunes, but I hear it's a great. It's a great place to do. It's a great place to rate, review, and subscribe. It's a great place to give our Odd Pod podcast five stars. Yes. Leave a nice review like some of you have done. Go to our website, www.ouroddpodpodcast.com. You can find most of our links there and a lot of them at our link tree, linktr.ee slash. O-O-P-P. Yeah. (laughs) On the spot. I was like, ah, ah. What is it? Um, You can find links to darrencurtismusic.com on our website. He provides our intro and outro music. Um, there are links to our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook. We're doing better. Our Patreon. Yeah. So, uh, I think I'm going to be focusing more on Instagram in the upcoming week. So be on the lookout for that. Visit our Patreon. We have two patrons now. We're getting some bonus content. I made a discord channel for us as part of our Patreon deal. Ooh, add me to that. I will. Yes. And, uh, you know, just kind of like, um, I don't know. I want to talk about these things with you guys. Yeah, we want to talk to you guys. It's a place where you can like participate in some polls or something, or we can discuss it. I don't know how Discord works, but you know there what? There are tiers I'm for membership. For I spent a, a, a good few hours trying to come up with it. I don't know. Just come and talk to us, basically, is what I'm saying. We like you guys, <laughs> most of you. I like them all. Anyway. I don't actually know who everyone is, so I was just joking. But anyway, um, now I'm rambling. So I think that's it. That's it. As always, thank you for listening. We are the Boneses and we we are are out. out.